1: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand.
2: I told you yesterday, 90% of the talk on Sports Talk Radio is all about college football. The semifinals and the college football playoff, it's mind-boggling and it's exciting. But what gets you on the hype train? The talk, the hype. You know, and I just feel like that's where a lot of the Canadian sports have kind of fallen off the radar for whatever the reason. I don't know. I don't know why Canadians don't get behind it other than the World
1: Juniors, right? This is the Rod Peterson Show.
2: Yeah, we got the hype train rolling today as the RP Show broadcasts episode number 629 from sunny South Florida. 28 degrees Celsius this afternoon here. And one half of the show is coming from the bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, where all of the teams in the Bermuda Triangle lost last night the Oilers, the Jets, and the Flames. As we welcome into the program the Moose. Uh, get my text, Moose. Uh, I did. You didn't respond. Well,
3: just letting it uh,
2: <laughs> marinate a Let- little bit, letting it percolate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, hey. If you're just joining us for hour two, which is proudly brought to you by Great Western Beer, Great Western Original 16 Beer, I might add, you've missed a lot, a a lot. uh, Somebody tweeted this at us, and I appreciate them for doing so. Sports fan Ian writing us on Twitter, ring the bell! The Canadian government just announced a diplomatic boycott, i.e. no government officials will go to the Beijing Olympics, but the athletes will still go. And I feel like Dickie Dunn in Slapshot saying, well, that's not much to go on, Reggie. You know, okay, so the athletes are going, the uh, politicians aren't. So what? So thanks for the breaking news out of the gate there. We will get to the actual sports talk in a moment, but you were part of this. I said, we need a new tagline for the Rod Peterson show. It's been forever, Canada's daytime. Well, not always. It started out as didn't we say Western Canada's morning talk show sports? That's where it started. Yeah. And then it became Canada's morning sports talk show. And then we realized, wait a minute, it's the afternoon in the Eastern time zone. So it became Canada's daytime sports talk show that evolved over a period of several months as the show grew. And our analytics showed us where our audience was from. And now it's North America wide and it's not Canada's daytime sports talk show. I feel like we're alienating the Americans. So The gentleman in Airdrie, Alberta, said the Can-Am sports talk show. And I feel like there's something there. But Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, how about the No-Bow sports show? Mm -hmm. Ken Gill watching in Seattle says, Rod and Moose on sports. It's not terrible, but it ain't great. Uh, From the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Calgary from the YYC, new name. How about that? Sports talk. How about that? It's not. It's not actually terrible. And it's not. That's not. Bad. That's, that's not, not actually horrendous. bad. Yeah. No. So if I've said it so many times that I just feel like I'm banging my head against the wall, but when people say, "Rod, what's your solution to fix the CFL?" Rod, what's your solution to fix the attendance problems in Canada? I don't care anymore. Because we're marketing and growing this show. That's where my priorities and focus are. Now, I'll give Dave Randorf a pass because he's like, last hour, he's like, how come you're in Florida? How come you're spending all this time in Florida? I'm like, I've been telling people since I came here in September that I was coming back. But Rambo isn't sitting watching every day. How would he know that? That's right. But from the moment the Florida Panthers slapped that season-long media pass on the desk and said, come on back. You're talking more Panthers than anybody else. I knew I was coming back. Uh, So anyways, there's that. What have you been up to for the last 20 minutes, by the way, since I saw you last?
3: Busy doing business. No, taking care of just a couple of little things and uh, watching Randorf. and, yeah, you know.
2: The general in Calgary, for whatever reason, wants to be a jerk today. He says, sorry, Rod, Pat McAfee has you beat on football coverage. Yeah, we know, General, he played in the National Football League. He was a punter for the Indianapolis Colts. But let's ask him to do an NHL top five. Let's ask him to talk about the top 10 CHL rankings that came out today. Let's ask him to talk about the Grey Cup. Let's ask him to talk about the Montreal Alliance of the CEBL naming Joel Anthony. as Like, General...
0: I'm Darren.
2: I'm counting to three. <laughs> I it did is. it. You got oh, it. I didn't snap. One, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I didn't lose my mind. <sighs> LFG. Uh, 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 uh. What a loser, though. What a loser. Tank Abbott watching the Energy City says, at least we have... No, no, from... Tank Abbott, he says, "Don't fix what ain't broke." No, the point is that it's growing, it's growing, it's growing, and we the 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 sponsor the tagline needs to reflect. And from the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Calgary, says, "I'll talk Panthers too, Rod. I'm on my way." So yeah, oh, Darren, why don't you? Well, you know what? I was going to say, why don't you talk for a while? And I'm <laughs> I actually have something for you to talk about. Are you ready? Good. <laughs> It's week 14 in the National Football League. Darren Dupont has his top five power rankings in the four down league, the NFL. Take it away, Darren Moose Dupont.
3: All right. Arizona's still number one. I mean, they've got DeAndre Hopkins and that guy, Kyler Murray, back. So they're even more lethal and explosive than they were before. They went two and one without him. I think Colt McCoy started those games. I mean,. They're a good football team, and this is their best shot at winning a Super Bowl this year. The Packers continue to be one of the best teams, probably right there with Arizona, number two in the NFL. I mean, when they get moving, um, they're hard to stop. They've got the ability to go over the top. They've got a dual threat run game. When Aaron Jones gets back, that adds another dimension to Dylan, to A.J. Dillon. So they're number two. The New England Patriots at number three. They've got the best offensive line, I think, in the game. They've got a rushing attack. um, That's really good. Their rookie quarterback doesn't make too many mistakes. They've got the best coach in the game. Their defense makes plays. They don't take penalties. You see how this all stacks up? They don't have a big play threat at receiver, and that's a bit of an issue. But they coach the game so well, they play the game so smart. They're number three. Tampa number four. And this is the thing. They're in a warm climate. Tom Brady has figured it out. One of the big things, he's got Rob Gronkowski back. And when Gronk's back, that adds another threat. Leonard Fournette's doing his thing, not just in the run game, but in the pass game. I think they're built to win games on the road. They're they're built to win games in the playoffs. When you don't have to be flashy, those guys can make plays. Their defense is getting better. Their offensive line is sneaky good, so I like Tampa number four. And Kansas City, they got the win straight going. They're beating all the teams that they should. They're really good on third down. They're you know able to make some plays. The biggest concern when they were struggling earlier in the year was their defense wasn't very good. So they've cleaned that up a little bit. They're getting better on defense. Their offense is still an elite offense. Kansas City's number five. And uh, that's the top five. The Titans are close. I think the Titans are still pretty close. Probably number six or number seven. Dallas is right there, too. Um, So that's what we're looking at this week.
2: Oh, Good job, Moose. I've got so many notifications that have come on my phone here. Ah, which is great. I signed up for all of them, of course. But the athletic came out with their power rankings. Did you want to do you want to hear theirs? You always like to hear from other of media Of course sources, I right? do.
3: Of course I do.
2: Arizona number 1, Green Bay number 2, Tampa Bay number 3, New England number 4, and number 5 Kansas City. So that's all the same as yours except for New England. New right? England Mingo. and New
3: England and uh, Tampa flipped on theirs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um by the way, just sprinkling in viewer comments here. Taco Time viewer takeover. By the way, Clark, can you get the comment ready from Stacy? They came in on Monday late. because This is the leader in the clubhouse for the Taco Time comment of the week, by the way. Folks, you got to beat this. If you still have it, Clark. If not, let me know. But asking our viewers for the new tagline for the Rod Peterson show to, to just sort of describe in a couple of letters, a couple of words, what we're all about. Jeff Caldwell, watching Oregon, says, for what it's worth, I like the Can-Am moniker. Right? That's good. Right? Came from Frank in Airdrie, Alberta. Can we get Frank something? A coffee mug or something? Ken in Saskatoon, Ken Lega says, sports talk the RP way. Well, that's not bad, but then that negates... Old Moose Knuckle over here. We can't have that. From Alan, the intern. Remember him? What's he got? He says, he says Bob's your uncle. It's the RP show. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Not terrible. But leave that up to us, Alan, yeah. the intern. Uh, here it is. Uh, Clark has found it. Thank you, Clark. Uh you, you want to put it on the screen? This is the leader in the clubhouse for the Taco Time comment of the week from Stacy Champagne. He was watching at Access Television World Headquarters. Like a good taco from Taco Time, the riders unfortunately fell apart. Ba-dum-boom. They came in so late, like literally when the credits were rolling, Moose. Remember? Right. Like, whoa, 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 that's awesome. We couldn't even get it on the air.
3: I know it was right at the end.
2: So, yeah, Jason and Red Deer says uh, from the Puck and Pigskin podcast regarding our tagline: "Hey Rod, I'll sell you the name Puck and Pigskin." Hey Jason, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we're good, but thanks, Dan. The situation Saravelli is watching in Philadelphia right now, and he says, "Come playoff time." nobody's beating Tampa Bay. He's talking about the Buccaneers, of course, and I would suggest that you go right now to rodpeterson.com, twice voted Canada's sports blog of the year, and read the NFL column from Jim Lang, Canada's foremost NFL expert because his week 14 entry is up there. And he said, this current Tampa Bay win streak coincides with the return of Rob Gronkowski to the Tampa Bay offense. And... As we believe in life, Moose, don't you? There are no coincidences. Would you agree?
3: Yeah, that's right. It's
2: not a coincidence. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah. EGA watching on uh, YouTube says, game on. I think we might be settled on Can-Am. Did your mind not go to like a Canadian flag, American flag? Boom, borders colliding. A little bit, yeah. Didn't it? Mine did. Absolutely. Mine did. Canam Bowl.
3: There's all that kind of stuff. There's some good ones. Uh, um, it's a fit. Absolutely.
2: Tacona Pauly, watching in Winnipeg, says the Pats are in the top five for sure. Are we talking about the Regina Pats on the CHL top ten? Is that what we're talking about? No. Oh! Ah, speaking of that. Go and read the column from Jamie Nugabauer, Nugsy at rodpeterson.com. Nugsy's around the rinks. Um, He got into the World Junior roster invite list, and how Matthew Savoy of the number one team in Canada, the Winnipeg Ice, who could probably beat the Arizona Coyotes, and I'm not even joking. Savoy's left off the World Junior invite list, but Connor Bedard gets invited. And Nugsy in the column, you got to read it, man. It's really good. Good job, Nugsy. He's like, how is this even, how is this a thing? That Bedard's going and Savoy isn't. Couldn't believe he had the nuts to write it. I know, right? Hey, Brian Dodge is watching the mayor of Dodge City. He says, and with that segment, Rod has officially surpassed McAfee on NFL Talk. Hashtag, how about that? Let's go. Thanks, Brian. Took his kids for a ride in the Jeep last night. It was awesome. <laughs> Cynthia's watching in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She says, let's talk pucks and balls with Rod and Moose. No? Um,
3: no. I don't know. How you want to say that? that? Seventeen times every day.
1: Maybe. LFG.
2: From from Dan the Situation Cerevelli, watching in Philadelphia. Rod, I'll come visit you in Florida. Come on down to Florida, Dan. It's your kind of place. The guy just looks like Jersey Shore. Um Dan goes on to say, I'm going to the Flyers game next week. I have my bag ready to wear over my head. What is it? Nine in a row, the Philly Flyers have lost. And you'll be happy to know, Dan. Last hour, I did my NHL top five, bottom five. And my bottom five teams in the NHL are the 28th team is the Philadelphia Flyers. Your Flyers made the list. 29th, Chicago. 30th, Vancouver. 31st, Montreal. 32nd, Arizona. And by the way, Let's get back on that hockey train for a second in the minute we have left. Yeah. How about Randorf? Dave Randorf with us last hour, the voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning saying they're mad as hell of Montreal and they're fed up. And I'm like, they were just in the Stanley Cup final. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I know. But, and having said all that, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Well,
3: if you ain't first, you right, you're last. So they didn't win. So now the Montreal Canadian fans think that. They should be right back there winning the cup this year. And that's just so far from reality.
2: Yeah. Well, and speaking of all of that, and then Ram, Rambo said that the feeling in Montreal is that the tickets are overpriced. And I'm like, get in line. They are everywhere except here. Believe me, they're not in Florida. They're not. Where you can buy four tickets for $169 plus four pops, four drinks, and you get an Alexander Barkov jersey. The jersey's worth more than that. hmm <laughs> Like, anyways, from The Athletic, this morning, ring the bell, you effing pansy. Breaking news. NHL team valuations jump 32%. Team worth increased by the Penguins' sale, the Kraken, new TV deal, and more, according to Forbes. NHL team valuations jump 32%. Look, we got to get into that. We got to get into yes. tonight's featured game. We got to do more Grey Cup talk. The coach that's leaving after this Grey Cup. Did I mention the featured game? Did I? Yes. And Tori Gurley, our NFL insider. That's all coming up after this break. You're watching the RP Show Hour 2, brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer on uh, Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: Can-Am Sports Talk. way we go. Segment two is at hand of Hour two. We're brought to you by Great Western Beer. Great Western's original 16 beer. And uh, let me tell you something about them. Original 16 beers are found across Western Canada. And if you're lucky, there might even be some in your fridge. Go have a look. Taco Time viewer takeover, by the way, is live now. Taco Time's signature hot sauce is made in-house daily. I'm just going through sponsor reads here, Moose, as you can tell. (laughs) Let's bring the moose in. Um, Uh, The rock star of the day yesterday was Leah Hextall of ESPN. Yeah,
3: nobody's surprised.
2: Unfortunately for her on the very day that she extolled the virtues of the Winnipeg Jets, they laid an egg against the Carolina Hurricanes last night. I watched that one. I think it was 3-0 early in the second period. I'm looking at the shots on goal. 20-5 to for Carolina. And I'm like, the Jets aren't even in this thing. I'm not even in it. Yeah. Uh, what did you watch last night, did you say? Was it all Leafs? Uh, a
3: little bit of that. I watched a little bit of the Jets and a little bit of the Oilers. That kind of flipped. Bing, bing, bing. Flipped around a little Good bit. Good for you. Good for yeah.
2: you. Uh, a sports update on this Wednesday morning, the Montreal Alliance announced Wednesday morning that Joel Anthony, a 10-year NBA veteran and two-time NBA champion from, from Montreal, has been named the CEBL expansion team's first general manager. Anthony graduated from UNLV, began his NBA career in Miami in 07. He won two championships besides, uh, beside LeBron, Chris Bosh, Shaquille O'Neal, Ray Allen, and Dwayne Wade. Went on to play with the Celtics, Pistons, and Spurs. Joel Anthony in charge of Montreal's pro basketball team. And coming out of Grey Cup, quarterback Dane Evans will get the start for Hamilton in Sunday's Grey Cup game against Winnipeg. Ticats coach Orlando Steinhauer made the announcement this morning at the news conference. The sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca, and for Ben Cahoon's G2G protein bars now with eight amazing flavors. Order yours today at g2gbars.ca. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Um, Right on. From Puck and Pigskin podcast in Calgary, Jason, he says, I've got it. All over the map, sports talk. Literally, we could be be brought to you by Garmin. All over the map. But does, does
3: anybody know what I'm Garmin okay is it. anymore? Or Tom-tom's, Tom Toms? Remember that? that no.
2: It? There's still a Garmin, Darren. There's still a Garmin. I know. I get soundly abused by my <laughs> Florida friends for my Garmin GPS. I'm like, it It works. <laughs> you still use Am it. I that guy? Yes. Am I that uh, guy, Darren, that's wearing suits that are out of style and have hairstyles that's out of style? Well, Am I... That guy? Did it happen and I didn't know?
3: I'm a good filter for you, though. I'll make sure you don't look bad. We'll upgrade you. I'll show you. know. We'll we'll get you moving forward. It's all good.
2: I was thinking about this this morning in the shower when we first started this show. Remember when I said, because when I left the writer job, I was (laughs) learning a new way to live. And I was thinking on this show, I'm like, all my references. I'm so old. Am I too old? No, I'll, I'll go do something else. Trust me. I'll mow lawns. As I told you, I'll clean pools in Florida. I, if I'm too old and out of touch, just tell me and I'll go. <laughs> Remember that? And the viewers yeah. were writing in like, no, Rod, it's awesome. Yeah. Joe Lazato in New York is like, no, no, it's vintage. This, it's like, you know, the classic vinyl record store. That's what you are. I'm not sure that's great because I don't like those record stores. I know, but they're all back yeah. in style, Rod.
3: They're all back in style. Nostalgia and vintage. Those are the, the new buzzwords of uh, 2021. We're Pop good.
1: Take.
2: From our director, Jordan. He says, hey, Garmin makes some beautiful aircraft navigation screens. I'll have to take uh, your word for that. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Rod, don't you have GPS on your smartphone? Yeah, it's called the map app. Hello, I'm not that. I'm not using a flip for the love of God. Um, those are back in style, Can too. Regarding by the way. Flip phone. Are they? Yes. I'm going to get a new uh, phone, by the way, at a U.S. plan. Probably today. Uh, regarding the name Can-Am Sports. I can see Can-Am. I see it coming, man. And I don't usually get on this train. I'll usually leave this to you and yeah. Nelson and, and uh, what's his name, Todd? Anyways, my cousin Christine in medicine hat, she says, Can-Am is a company name. Yeah, Chris, of like 300 companies. It's used by so many companies that it's not even trademarked by anybody. Yeah. Am I right on that, Moose? That's right. The
3: first thing you are like, (laughs) you were thinking Can-Am ATVs, or we're thinking, right? But there's
1: Can-Am bowls,
2: there's Can-Am this, Can-Am that. I think you're good. Can-Am confectionery in Bunnywood, Montana. There you go. Here's an old story for you. Here's an old-time story for you. Plentywood, Montana was where we used to go to drink when we were younger. We weren't even old enough to get into the bar down there, but they were happy to see the Canadians come in because we'd spent all the money. And My friend, let's just call him Brent, drove a big silver maxi van. It looked like a bus. It was a party. It was a shagging wagon. (laughs) And we went down there and we went to the Can-Am confectionery. And he backed out of the pack, and he hit somebody with his van. He couldn't see; it's so big. He jumped out, wrote the guy a blank check. Here you go, fill it out. Bob's your uncle. And away we jumped in the van and came back to Canada. For years after, he said the check was never cashed. Really? At the Can Am Confectionery. So should we should recall them and see if we can use their name. <laughs> Why not? No, don't. They might bring it up. <laughs> uh, this is funny. From Dar on YouTube says Rod might have an eight-track cassette player in the Jeep. No, but it does have a CD player. Now all oh, I fast. need are CDs. Now all I need are CD. Um. Anyways, back on point. Where were we? I feel like nowhere. I know. <laughs> uh, Torrey Gurley coming up, our NFL insider, by the way. Featured games tonight, Moose. You don't have a lot to choose from. There's four in the NHL. Philly Flyers at New Jersey. Colorado at the Rangers, and Colorado's worth watching. They've won eight of 11, and the Rangers have won seven in a row. Boston's at Vancouver. Second game for Bruce Boudreau. Dallas Stars at the Vegas Golden Knights. That's a good. And then one. in the NBA, the Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder are at the Toronto Raptors, and might I say that might be my featured game tonight. Cousin Chris will be happy with that. She's the biggest Raptors fan in Western Canada. Raptors are on a bit of a roll. I see eleven and thirteen. The Thunder seven and sixteen. Dare I say the window has closed for the Oklahoma City Thunder? Moose, I think it might have closed. What three four years ago?
3: Yeah. Yeah. For me, how about this? Western Hockey League, Edmonton Oil Kings and Winnipeg Ice.
2: Ding, 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 ding. Ring the bell, you pansy. (laughs) I like it. Ring. (laughs) We got it. Thank you. Those are the top two teams in Canada, Moose. Got it. Big one. That
3: is the Bob game Toronto. of the night. Now, when you go back to to Vegas and Dallas, I think the Stars have won seven in a row, right? And Vegas is, you know, really good. They're a contender, but but that's probably the game of the night. Would be, be Edmonton and Winnipeg in in the Western Hockey League tonight.
2: I love it. I love yeah. it. Racket, and I'm going to be literally following it. I don't know. Oh man, we go back to that junior. Uh, be listening to Munsey hockey talk from yesterday. Yeah, well, you go back to the junior hockey talk from yesterday. I got, I get emails from everybody. I've signed up to every email newsletter, and I think you have too. But I get the yeah. email from the Canadian Hockey League where there's featured games for free on their streaming. And I'm like, ah, uh, poor junior hockey. Who's going to pay to watch junior when the NHL is free? Mm-hmm. And don't be that Karen that says, well, you're getting your free hockey. I'm paying for cable. I was thinking about that jack wagon the other day that got in my face about that from my cousin chris she says that's what i'll be watching love my raptors chris can you give us a full report on thursday show we'll see we'll see if i'm watching that um i see that chris bird in king city ontario has been running a narrative through the entire show that i have not i've seen his comments I haven't picked up on it basically we're on the fly here I guess the sports radio ratings came out for Toronto today and they're in the tank. Chris says poor sports radio performance speaks to how big media is missing out on what the audience wants to hear. I bet the RP show is not losing viewership. No, not at all. And actually I had an agent call me the other day who's in Toronto. I'm not going to tell you his name, but he said that he doesn't listen to sports talk radio in Toronto anymore. For his own reasons, but he said he's gotten into listening to satellite radio. So there's that. There's all these different options out there. I'll give you a really good example. I was leaving the house this morning, Darren, I got a notification from TSN saying, watch the news conference live of the coaches at Great Cup. And I'm like, okay. I stood on the, I clicked it to open it while I'm in Wi Fi. And I'm, I'm waiting, and it says, feed will begin shortly. I'm like, it's already 10 minutes past when it was supposed to start. I waited for, like, five seconds, and I'm like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> Went and jumped in the Jeep and took off. Like, you, you got to be live when you say you're going to be live, and you got to be delivering something that people want, or they're gone. They're gone. Wouldn't you agree? Fast. Fast. Absolutely.
3: We're in a scrolling world, right? If you can't hold my attention, it's tough, right? And we've gone through similar things like that. How long can you hold people's attention? You know, Can you keep the show moving? Are you going to be on when you say you're going to be on? All these types of things. But it's, a navi- it's changing the way that we, we navigate the world. Like our, our behaviors and our patterns and our consumption is changing a little bit, but not as much as you'd think. Like we still want to listen to the radio. We still want to watch TV. But we don't do it in the same way, right? I listen to the radio every day, but I'm not actually listening to AM radio. I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to streaming music. You know, I'm watching television every day, but it's, you know, instead of flipping through a guide, I'm flipping through the guide on Netflix or on YouTube, right? So we're still consuming content. We always have. It's just now being delivered in different ways.
1: And it's
2: got to be good.
3: Has to be good.
2: From the Jug in Saskatoon regarding a slogan for the RP show, the Jug, writing in on the 902 line. The number's on the screen. 902-518-3033. Hey, Roddy, PJ here. New slogan. It's the Rod and Moose Sports Show. Enjoy the bumpy ride. (laughs) 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 Uh, Jeff in Redmond, Oregon, watching. I'm looking forward to seeing how Jack Finley fits in with the Winnipeg Ice. Say it again. Go read Noozy's column at RodPeterson.com right now. Noozy in one column has NHL, Major Junior, and Junior A, and World Juniors talking there. Right, great job, Noozy. Uh, from Jeff, by the way, he says flying to Florida for a game is probably cheaper than driving to Seattle. If I fly down there, do you have a studio audience for your show on the patio? No. Oh, no. No. It's <laughs> a simple no. You just keep watching. You'll be good. Uh, Earl James earlier on said, North America's sports show. Ah, uh, Corey Grismer on YouTube. He says, the sun or snow sports radio show. That ain't bad either, man. That's not bad. Sun or snow sports show. It's not bad, but it ain't Can-Am. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Frank and Airdrie uh, came up with that. What's the, what's the top chat? John Burns in Calgary. Regarding the announcement today that Canada will not send diplomats to the Olympics in China. He says, do we simply allow the athletes to make up their own minds? On the other hand, will the boycott put the athletes in danger, like before with diplomats? Nah, I don't don't want to talk about that. As I said today, the Canadian athletes are going to go, but the diplomats aren't. To quote Reggie Dunlop, or to quote Dickie Dunn in Slapshot, that's not much to go on, Reggie. What kind of a statement is that? All in or all out? So Canadian. Make a decision. Moose, see you back here for overtime. What do you say?
3: Yeah, see you then.
2: Our NFL insider, Tori Gurley's coming up. Get your NFL questions in now for Tori Gurley. He's next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: The show continues on this Wednesday. Uh, breaking news this morning before we get to our NFL insider, Tory Gurley. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced Wednesday Canada will join a diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Olympics. He said the country is, quote, extremely concerned about China's human rights abuses and has been discussing the matter with allies. And from the football world, Fresno State is bringing back Jeff Tedford for a second stint as coach after Kalen DeBoer left to take over at Washington. Athletic Director Terry Turney announced Wednesday morning that Jeff Tedford returns after coaching the Bulldogs from 2017 to 2019. Tedford had a 26-14 and 14 record at his alma mater before stepping down for health reasons. And that Kalen DeBoer that's taking over in Washington, very close friends with Hamilton Tiger Cats head coach Orlando Steinauer. We might come back around on that, but we'll jump in on the NFL talk with our man, Tory Gurley. I think we got a special guest, I'm told, today. Do we got two men with us today? Yeah, you got two
4: Tories on, the, on on the call today.
2: How is that little guy?
4: He's great. Uh, he's just waking up from a nap, and I told him, "All right, coming. You got to come with Daddy to work." So I'm just bring your child to work day.
2: I loved your answer last week when I said, "What's his favorite team?" And you said he loves it all. I bet you got him propped up watching games already, don't you, Tory?
4: <laughs> Absolutely. We've watched NBA. We've watched NFL. Um, when, his, when the grandparents came, we watched some CFL. We watched the Rough Riders. So, literally, we, he's, he's a man of all seasons.
2: <laughs> well, literally, you were born for this role. I'm just so happy for you guys, you and Kim, and proud of you too, Tori. Um, hey, listen, a lot of people in the Valley proud of the Arizona Cardinals, the first team in the NFL to 10 wins. Are they the quietest number one team in NFL history at 10 and 2? Why are they not getting more fanfare, the Arizona Cardinals? I
4: think a lot of people are still sleeping on them because of, you know, it is the Cardinals. You know, everyone thinks that Cliff Kingsbury. All right, hold on, TJ. Uh, (laughs) TJ doesn't agree, but everybody doesn't believe that these guys are still, (laughs) you know, they they think they're just like an air raid team. They think they can't get it done. You know, it's just like a mirage of them having a soft schedule. But I think uh, with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins and just the, the nucleus of weapons they have on offense, I mean they're pretty good and and defensively they get after you you know they find ways to get stops and you know you have edge rushers and and pass rushers that you know can take the ball away or sack you so I mean it, they're going to be a tough team but um you know I'm I'm really leaning towards you know
2: Tampa coming out of the NFC. Well I just got one more though just on the Cardinals because JJ Watt has been the face of the NFL for almost a decade, and we don't hear anything about J.J. Watt at all. I went and looked up his stats. He's played every game, but it's his brother that's getting all the, all the pub, and for good reason, he's, he's earning it. But what is your take on J.J. Watt's first year in Arizona?
4: I just think they're using him to be one of those veteran guys in the locker room. You know, they want him to be able to set the tone for his teammates and be more of a teacher or a mentor. Um, you know, I think his better days are behind him, but with him, having that experience, you know, if they, with them getting into the playoffs, you know, I think that's when he would pay off dividends then. I, I'm not seeing, um, you know, anything big in a regular season, but I think in the playoffs, that's when J.J. could really, you know, show the guys he still has a little bit left in the tank.
2: I mentioned the viewers to ask, answer their questions, and they are. The snowman's watching in Indiana, and he says, for Tory, can the 49ers run the table? And steal a wild wild card. What do you think?
4: I don't see that happening. Uh just too many injuries. You know, if they were healthy, yes, but over the past three years, I don't know what's going on with Kyle Shanahan and that football team, but it is always a a lot of injuries that just decimate that roster, you know, where they now they have to go plug and play guys like literally off the streets. so um, if they ever could stay healthy as we saw a couple years ago they were in they were in the Super Bowl you know they were literally one quarter away from winning it so um, you know but that's the biggest thing in sports man is availability and and right now the 49ers they just
2: too many key players get hurt for them to be successful from Jennifer at the four seasons she wants to know what are your thoughts on the Pittsburgh Minnesota clash on Thursday night football the kickoff week 14
4: Yeah, well, I loved the game last week with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Um, That was a hell of a football game. I just think they left it all on the field. And, you know, I can see Minnesota going out and, and getting the win on Thursday just because literally I felt like Pittsburgh emptied the clip. You know, it was like a must win to stay alive in that division. And I just don't think they'll be able to recoup and be ready to play on Thursday.
2: Tank Abbott wants to know, who is the next coach in many after Zimmer gets gassed? That's, that's a lot of guys out there. Uh, any yeah, idea yeah. who it might be?
4: Um, I don't know. Like, I, I just think um, it's so many people that always come about, and they also keep guys that's on the staff. So we'll see. You know, um, you know, The coach from the Cleveland Browns, um, Kevin Stefanski, you know, he was there in Minnesota, you know, and you know, obviously Zimmer is a great job of developing guys, so it wouldn't shock me if they, you know, plugged somebody in that was already on the staff or if they decided to outsource it.
2: Earl watching on YouTube wants to know, which meddling 500 team or worse will make a run and get into the playoffs, in your opinion?
4: Man, yeah, I've heard people say to... Philadelphia Eagles or the Tennessee Titans. Um, I, I think I would go with uh, a. <laughs> I would go with Tennessee. Um, I think right now, you know, if they can get guys back healthy, you're not going to get Derrick Henry back. But if Julio and AJ Brown and if Brown T- Tannehill can can get it back rolling, you know, I, I think they do a great job there. And that division is wide open. Well, I feel like they could sneak in with being a 500 team.
2: Earl goes on to say, if Zimmer and Chicago's Nagy have jobs after this season, I might go apply for a job. Everybody else is asking their questions. Here's mine. Listen, Tori, are you in the Carolinas or are you in Toronto? Where are you at right now? Yeah, South Carolina. Okay, so on ESPN, all they talk about is the Dallas Cowboys, which is fine because that's my team. Jerry Jones is quoted on there every single day. But you as an NFL alum, do you guys hate the Cowboys because of the pub that they get? Do you envy it and wish that you had that coverage that the Cowboys have? Like, I'm kind of getting tired of it, and I'm a Cowboys fan. And the reason I went like this with the Eagles is let's stop with the Eagles. We need to win the division here in Dallas and Washington, too. Just stop. But your take on the Cowboys' coverage in this country?
4: People love them. You know, you either hate them or you love them. Um, they're like, you know – it gets people riled up you know where you can be at a bar you can be out in public you might hear somebody say how about those cowboys or you might hear somebody say hey man the last time you guys won a super bowl it was on a vcr so you know it's always great topics of discussion um as a former player you know we were like we were over it because we knew they were just a hype machine but being on this side being on the media it is great when Dallas is winning because now is more viewers, and the more viewers you have, the more revenue that the league can make. So we understand that they're always a, you know, it's always a good draw. And whenever you do go play in Dallas or Dallas comes to you, you know you're gonna bring your best game because you know the world is watching. So um, you know it's a, you know it's it's Dallas. You know hopefully they can get it together. You know as I mentioned, I played with Mike McCarthy, and I wish him nothing but the best. Um, but they have a big game this weekend, you know, going against the Washington football team and it wouldn't shock me if Washington, you know, gets this dub because they need it. You know, I feel like Dallas and somewhat took their foot off the gas since everyone was telling them, you know, how great they are. And I think it's going to come back to bite them in the butt coming down the stretch.
2: Uh, I just think they should leave McCarthy and COVID protocol. That's what I think they should do. They should leave them there. Um, two quick questions. Chris, from my cousin Christine, she wants to know, who's your favorite NBA team?
4: Oh, uh, I'll say the, the Golden State Warriors because I'm a Steph Curry fan, and then I will say the home team, the Charlotte Hornets, those two teams that I pull for.
2: Okay, and Tacona in Winnipeg wants to know your Gray Cup prediction. You know what?
4: Even though I'm an Argonaut through and through, I'm, I'm pulling for the Hamilton Tiger Cats to win, and here's the reason dinner? why. Um, yeah. Uh Simone Lawrence, you know, I'm a big fan of him. You know, we literally like if if I had to go out and play a game, I'd probably try to rip his head off, but I respect him as a competitor. Um he's a guy that brings it on and off the field and and he, he hasn't switched teams or anything. He's been with Hamilton a long time and I'm I'm just hoping the best for him to where he can get that elusive ring and and put it on his hand
2: because he's he's worked his butt off for it. Outstanding. Uh, Tori, my best to the family. Happy holidays. Hope to chat with you uh, sooner than later.
4: All right. So, hey, see you, TJ. TJ? <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's got his hands out already. He's ready. Throw me the ball, he's saying. Throw <laughs> me the ball. <laughs> All right. Tory Jr., see you guys. We got overtime coming up next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. It is overtime, brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, here home for the UFC, the National Hockey League, and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. I'm going out to get some more shots today. I'm tired of looking at those two guys' tarps-off moose as we bring in the moose from uh, the bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Looks do like we have a the uh, Florida episode of Leonard guys?
3: Kenny. Looks like a Florida episode of Leonard Kenny. I'm like, <laughs> Right?
2: What? I can't get away from the Leonard yeah. Kenny. Those guys are just doing laps around Florida State here all day. Uh, off, hey, bro. do you have the belt in front of you? Can you ring the bell? Breaking news! Hey, this is working great. This is working <laughs> great. Good thinking. I'll pull the, the Olympic decathlon champion Damian Werner is the winner of the Lou Marsh Trophy as Canada's athlete of the year. Warner won gold at the Tokyo Games last summer and became just the fourth man in history to top the elusive nine thousand point barrier. In the 10-discipline event, the 32-year-old of London, Ontario, is the first Canadian to win the Olympic decathlon. How about that's that? A, that's a great How that? choice. How about great that? Great choice. Media members from across Canada voted Wednesday on the annual Toronto Star Award. <laughs> we weren't asked, <laughs> but we never are. Oh, Kansas no. City Chiefs. Kansas City. Ch- cool. We had enough on the Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Laurent Duvernay Tardif and Baron Munich left back Alfonso Davies were named co-winners of the award last year. And I was going to ask you that. What a fast year, by the way, Moose, because I couldn't remember which one won. I know. I didn't remember it being split. Do you like does that feel like I do. a fast year to you?
3: I know it's a super fast year. I remember when we brought it up and it was uh, a lot of controversy and remember um, our buddy Rob had the, uh, had the vote, the, the vote for um, um, the basketball player Murray. Um, so that was, that was kind of funny, Murray. Jamel Murray. So and that's the reason it ended up tied of all things, but I think it was, uh, <laughs> it was deserving. And I think uh, um, Damian Warner's a, a great choice. I think it's the right choice
2: uh yeah uh i want to chase claypool to win I know. remember that yeah i do and nobody that like rod shut up maybe that's why i don't get a (laughs) vote because i'm just so in left field maybe i'm i'm going through my phone on messages here and i appreciate phil kershaw Mm -hmm. former chairman of the cfl's board of governors chiming in on the name by the way he's a marketing guy from way back and he says, RP show, hardcore sports talk, in brackets, HCST. Drop the geographic reference. And I said, not bad. Yeah. And on top of that, if you don't mind, Phil, if you don't mind me saying, and he's out on the West Coast, by the way, he says, hardcore sports talk, HST on the RP gives you a merch angle. Can Am sounds like a failed junior hockey league, in my opinion. <laughs> I Canadian reference that, no. turns off. He goes, Canadian reference turns off the American market. Well, grand opening, grand closing, <laughs> all in one show. Yes. Because if Phil Kershaw's telling me, he knows what I'm listening. Doing. Yeah. And Cynthia, by the way, in Pittsburgh said it reminded her of a Saskatchewan restaurant. Oh. And I'm like, And what the hell's wrong with that? (laughs) Nothing. Yeah. yeah. But it reminds me of roast beef sandwiches with gravy on top and peas and carrots. Hot
3: beef sandwich. The best.
2: Last minute of play in the RP show. Man, we had a lot of fun today.
3: I did. I did pull something out of the closet in the, in my office. I don't know if you know, this is in there on the, on the wall, but I pulled out my, uh, Peter Peter LaFleur. Uh, dodgeball figurine. I found this in a store once, and it's, it's Vince Vaughn. It's supposed to be Vince Vaughn. It's not a very good look-alike. But this is uh, Peter LaFleur from the Average Joe's. So I thought it was appropriate. I went and found that.
2: Can we tomorrow have for the poll question, what's the greatest Vince Vaughn movie of all time? Yeah, we can. Okay, well, we, <laughs> but, I but feel probably like tomorrow's morning meetings s- full already.
3: S- some sports thing's going to come up and ruin everything.
2: Thanks, Jeff, and Winnipeg. Here you go. Here you go. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus TV.
1: For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.